Now with regard to the next point, uh, point number 16, that the author, Rahimahullah, he said, He brings a new point here, after the point about the balance and Mizan, he brings a new point. And to have Iman in the punishment of the grave, and in Munkar and Nakir. Shaykh Razan said the explanation. Likewise from the Aqeedah, the creed and belief of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, of the people of the Sunnah and the Jama'ah, is to have Iman in the punishment of the grave, Adab al Qabr, and in Na'im al Qabr, and in the bliss of the grave. Of the deceased will either be punished in his grave or he will experience bliss, enjoyment, bliss in his grave until he is raised up on the day of resurrection. And the qabr, the grave, is a station between this world and the hereafter. And therefore it is called al-barazakh, which is the barrier or the interval. The grave is called the barazakh, barrier or interval. Because barazakh means a barrier between two things. Then he gives an ayah from the Quran of this meaning. He said, He the Most High said, Marajal Bahraini al Taqiyan, Bainahuma Barzakun, La Yabriyan. Surah Al Rahman, Surah Surah, ayahs 19 to 20. The explanation He, Allah, has released the two seas. The explainers mentioned meaning the salt water and the fresh water. The ocean, the salty ocean, and the fresh water of the great rivers. Said he, he, the explanation, he has released the two seas which meet side by side. Between them there is a barazakh, there is a barrier, which neither of them transgress. So Sheikh Abadan is showing this word barazakh, it means a barrier. He said, meaning the salt water does not transgress upon the fresh water and the fresh water does not transgress upon the salty because Allah has placed a separation between them so this does not mix with this so therefore al-barzakh the barzakh it means a separation between two things so likewise with regard to the life in the grave it's called the barzakh because it's like a separation it's an interval of barrier in between this life and the next life it's a barrier between then he said, because the abode, the place where people will live, <coughs> the abodes are three. Darul Dunya, the abode of this world, or Darul Barzakh, and the abode of the interval period. And Darul Qarar, the abode of remaining in the hereafter. These are the abodes which the servants will pass through. The abode of this world, which is a place for action and the place of al-barzakh, the abode of the barzakh the interval period which is the place for waiting and darul qarar the place of remaining forever which will be the place of recompense <coughs> because Allah the Majestic and Most High say حَتَّى ذُرْتُمُ الْمَقَابِرِ Surah Al-Kathur 
ayah 102 surah 102 second ayah I was a god to death which is mentioned until you, until you die me literally with explanation until you enter and visit the graves so death is mentioned here as being as being a visit he said so this shows that the graves are not a place of permanent residence this just reminds me of a, a, a point here just a, a side point Sheikh Al-Albani used to criticize people when they said about someone like the, the disbelievers say and sometimes Muslims take it on as well that when they say about somebody has died they say he's gone on to his final resting place and they take his coffin along they put him in the ground and they say he's gone on to his final resting place so Sheikh Al-Albani criticizes that this is not the final resting place this is a wrong, belie- a wrong statement and a wrong belief this is not his final resting place of course after that after the grave there is either paradise and the hellfire that is the final place not the grave so I'd just like to watch Sheikh Al-Albani said he said quoting the ayah respect careful he said so this shows that the graves until you enter and visit the graves and until you die you enter and visit as a visitor the graves so this shows that the graves are not a place of permanent residence rather a person who is in them is just like a zahir is just like a visitor who visits and then he travels on so he made the time spent in the graves a visit because he remains in them and then he travels on and so that's why in, in the ayah the person when he dies and goes into the grave is described as a, a zortum <coughs> you visit the grave, you're there just as a visitor then Shagradante however during the time when he is within the grave when he is first placed in the grave and the soil is leveled <coughs> over him and the people depart from him then as occurs in the hadith when the people depart from him he will certainly hear the deceased in his grave he will certainly hear the striking of their shoes and those who are departing going away from him he will certainly hear, him, hear the striking of their shoes in a footnote they mention the hadith occurs in al-Bukhari as hadith 1273 and reported by Muslim as hadith 2870 as a hadith of Anas so when this happens the person is put in his grave and the people depart from him Shafazan said then two angels will come to him in the grave and they will make him sit up and his soul will be restored to his body and he will be given life a life of, of Barzakhiyah the life of this <laughs> interval period <coughs> and it is not like the life which is in this world so they will ask him these two angels who come to him they will ask man rabbuk wa ma dinuk wa man nabiyuk they will ask him who is your lord and what is your religion and who is your prophet so if he gives <coughs> a correct answer to these questions then he is saved and he will be blissful and he will suffer no wretchedness after it and his grave will be extended for as far as the eye can see for him 
and a door will be opened for him to paradise so its beautiful breeze and its fragrance will come to him and command will be given for him to be given bedding from paradise in a footnote they mention all of this occurs and what follows as well to regard to the opposite type of person all this occurs in the hadith of al-Bara ibn Azib reported by Al-Tayalisi and Imam Ahmad and Abu Dawood and Al-Hakim and others and this hadith was declared sahih authentic by Shaykh Al-Bani in his checking of Abu Dawood and Al-Qur'an it's a long hadith about what happens to a person when he's put in his grave the believer first of all the believer and then secondly the hypocrite or the doubter Shaykh Al-Bani continued and said so he will continue to be experiencing delight in, the gra- in his grave and this is a matter of the ghaib a matter of the hidden and the unseen we do not know about it <coughs> so if we were to open up a grave we would not find anything from that since it occurs in one world and we are in a different world in the point of Shabbat I'm making that contrary to what the like of the Muqtazira say who deny it I say if you open up a grave you don't see anybody experiencing bliss no matter how many graves you open up you don't see anyone whose grave is, is as far as I can see is enjoying bliss we don't, of course we don't see this we're in one world he's in a different world then said, as for the hypocrite and the doubter then he will say then he will, when he's asked when he said to him who is your lord he will say I do not know who is your prophet he will say I do not know what is your religion he will say I do not know even if in this world he was a learned person and he memorized texts and explanation and he memorized the language and he was a most eloquent speaker and a fine talker but if he did not have Iman, true faith then he will stammer in the grave and he will be unable to answer when he is asked about these matters he will stutter and say ha ha I do not know I heard the people saying something so therefore I said it so this is the Shaykh's quoting the hadith here فَيُفْتَحُ لَهُ بَابٌ إِلَى النَّارِ وَيُضَيَّقُ عَلَيْهِ قَبْرُهُ حَتَّى تَخْتَلِفَ أَضْلَاؤُهُ وَيَأْتِيهِ مِنْ سَمُومِهَا وَحَرْرِهَا وَيُفْرَشُ لَهُ فِرَاشٌ مِنَ النَّارِ So a door will be opened to the fire for him and his grave will be made tight upon him until his ribs intertwine ribs cross over and its fierce wind and heat come upon him and bedding from the fire will be laid out for him that's what they mentioned it's part of the same hadith of Al-Bara'i so the punishment of the, the punishment of the grave or its bliss is established in the book and in the sunnah he sallallahu alayhi wa said ta'awadhu billahi min arba'i من أربع من عذاب جهنم ومن عذاب القبر ومن فتنة المحيا والممات ومن فتنة المصيح صلى الله عليه وسلم said seek refuge with Allah from four things from the punishment of hellfire and from the punishment of the grave and from the trials of life and death 
and from the trial of al-Masih al-Dajjal the false Messiah the Dajjal in a footnote they mentioned this hadith occurs in the Sahih of al-Bukhari that's hadith 1311 and in Sahih Muslim hadith 588 from a hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu the Shaykh said so he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to seek refuge from the punishment of the grave and this to mention the footnote again this occurs in the Sahih of Al-Bukhari Hadith 1002 and in the Sahih of Muslim Hadith 584 as a Hadith of Aisha anha. then Shaykh Bazan said and there is an indication or that, you know, he said, there are indications in the Quran <coughs> of the punishment of the grave because ayahs with regard to punishment of the grave which you must notice to begin with there are indications in these ayahs towards the punishment of the grave he said he the most high said وَلَمُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ the 32nd surah ayah 21 the explanation and we will make them taste of the lesser punishment we will make them taste the lesser punishment before the greater punishment Shaqfarazan said they said many of the people of Tafsir to the scholars of explanation he said they said this is the punishment of the grave or it is said it is the punishment of this world in people's explanation they differ what he meant by the lesser punishment here some of them say it means the punishment of the grave some say it means the punishment of this world then he quotes the second ayah he said and in his saying he the most high with regard to Fir'aun the Pharaoh and his people so Rafir put his Torah by 46 for the explanation about the people of Fir'aun after they've died that they will be exposed to the fire they are exposed to the fire morning and evening and on the day when the hour is established it will be said enter the people of Fir'aun into the severest torment Sheikh Fawzan said they are presented to it or they are exposed to it morning and evening this is, with, this is in the grave after they died they began being exposed to the fire morning and evening and when the hour is established when the resurrection is established it will be said then it will be said part of the eye with the explanation enter the people of Fir'aun into the severest torment and he quotes a third ayah with regard to the punishment of the grave Shafat said and he the most high said وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُمْ عَيْشَةً بَنْكَ وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى Surah Taha 20 Surah I 124 with the explanation and whoever turns away from remembrance of me then, for, then he will have a tight and restricted life and we will raise him up on the day of resurrection blind Shaykh Bazan said they said again referring to the scholars the explanation of the Quran he said they said Ma'isha Tambanka a tight and restricted life referred to in the grave and Allah's refuge is sought in a footnote here they mention Ibn Kathir said in his tafsir 
that it is established that Ma'ish at Ambamka, a tight and restricted life, is established to that is explained to me punishment of the grave. This is established from Abu Sa'id al Khudri and Abu Hurairah which established from those two companions they explained this ayah to mean punishment of the grave as a side point in addition to that Ibn Hibban in his Sahih number 3109 he brings a hadith from Abu Hurairah from the Prophet that he himself explained this ayah he, he explains the same he the majestic and most high فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ that there will be a tight and restricted life for him Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa said عَذَابُ الْقَبْرِ the punishment of the grave it means the punishment of the grave Shaykh al-Albani said with regard to this report Hassan it is good good report then Shaykh al-Albani said the last paragraph in Paragraph on, on two, last two paragraphs he said so the evidences prove or the evidences proving the punishment of the grave are mutawatira established by huge numbers definitely confirmed established uh, reports which are mutawatir reported by huge numbers of people at every level of transmission so whoever disbelieves in the punishment of the grave from the mutazila and those who adopt their way then he is contradicting mutawatir evidences mm. they are even contradicting their own principle that the mutawatir will say we will only accept a text if it is mutawatir well these texts are mutawatir and they still don't accept it said, then whoever denies the principle of the grave from the mutawatir and those who adopt their way then he is contradicting the mutawatir evidences and he will have his belief damaged and Allah's refuge is sought and he will be missing out on one of the fundamentals from the fundamentals of creed, of aqidah, creed and belief and it is belief in the punishment of the grave so if he is doing so muta'ammidan, willfully, knowingly knowing of the text but he just does so out of pride and haughtiness and he denies then he is a kafir, he is a disbeliever but as as for if he is doing it using a false and wrong, using a wrong interpretation or doing it and blind following someone or jahilan who is ignorant then this person is not declared to be a disbeliever rather he is declared to be astray but not to be a disbeliever a brief point here Sheikh Salih al-Sahimi Hafizullah he said in his explanation the punishment of the grave is something which the people of the Sunnah are agreed upon with consensus, ijma. It is proven in the texts which are authentic from the book and the Sunnah. And the Mu'tazila disagree about it. So they deny the punishment of the grave. Because they have a belief which is that paradise and the fire are not yet created. And then he, later on he said, and it is something which no one from the people of the Sunnah <coughs> denies which is a grave, no one, not a single person from the people of the Sunnah denies it and the final point here he said, he's saying وَمُنْكَرْ وَنَكِيرْ he's saying and munkar and nakir we have iman in munkar and nakir Shaykh al said munkar and nakir are two names 
of angels who will come to him in a terrifying form one of them is called Al-Munkar and the other is called Al-Nakir as occurred in the Ahadith and in the footnote they mention this Hadith where it's mentioned about, when, about the Munkar Al-Nakir it is reported by Tirmidhi in his Sunan and Ibn Abi Asim in his Sunnah and others and Ibn Hibban and others from a Hadith of Abu Hurairah that when the deceased person is buried in his grave two angels come to him or black and blue one is called Munkar and the other is called Nakir. Hadith said Hassan, good by Shaykh al-Bani. <laughs>